entertainment. Hola. Hello. Does it sound good? Sounds good. Hello, everyone. My name is Sir Cal, here with Lord Squirrel. You're yes, your- I exist. Yeah. You're listening to Geek Source Entertainment. This is old school Geek Source. We used to do this together on YouTube last year. And now we're and doing then, it again on Anchor. And then I got a job. And then you have your job. And then they both conflicted. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it, it started to really stink. Uh, also vacation. What's funny is, is I worked uh, a retail job where, you know, I was working a lot of late nights, made it hard to do, but I managed because there was typically a day or two where I had off that I could record. Then I got a job where I didn't work as many late nights, like no late nights, like the latest we were open is eight. So um, we, we, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So I, I had plenty of time and then you got a job where you're working a bunch of late nights. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not necessarily late nights. It's just I'm there until 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I don't consider uh, 10 to be late, but. Yeah. But don't you live like a half hour away from where you work? So that kind of also makes it hard. Uh, 15-ish minutes. Oh. Oh, 15, 20. Well, yeah. So um, what were we? Did you have any ideas of what you wanted to talk about or? Um, I would say Channel Awesome, but that's one massive landmine that if we step on incorrectly, we will be destroyed immediately like a freaking nuke going off our face. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have a few games I've been playing that I know would be interesting for uh, talking about, but um, other than that, mostly just going to talk about uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and Infinity War. Ooh, yeah, those are coming up soon. Like, isn't Infinity Jurassic War World like... is two days from now, and Infinity War is the twenty seventh? Oh boy! Yep, I'm so it excited. Infinity War cometh. Um. So yeah, what are what are your thoughts on uh, on on Fallen Kingdom? I I personally think it looks like it's going to be fun, but this is coming from someone who has not seen Jurassic World yet. So I okay. I um. Let me put let me put it this way. Uh, I am a massive fan of the entire Jurassic Park series. Yes, that includes two and three. Shut up, I'm allowed to like them. Um, but here's the thing: I acknowledge that everything after the first one was terrible in terms of writing. That being said. Acknowledging full well that Jurassic World was little more than a schlock B movie, I am so incredibly ready for Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> like, at the end of Jurassic World, there is literally a team up tag team fight bet- with a uh, T Rex and Velociraptor, and I was squeeing like a little girl the entire time. They have to <laughs> at least manage to get that right again. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Also, also the fact that this thing is coming out is awesome for me because they're releasing a new Jurassic, a uh, new Jurassic Park, uh, park building sim. Nice. Which we have not had since Jurassic Park three in two thousand three. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Yeah, and years. I, Holy yeah, I still play. It's it was called Jurassic Park Operation Genesis, 
I still play that game whenever I get a chance. It's just fun. I really, uh, they've been doing uh, gameplay trailers and stuff like that for the past couple weeks and months, and it looks really good so far. I'm planning on getting it. I think it comes out uh, June 10th or something like that. Nice. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Also, I guess we could talk about Solo coming out next month, but that's mostly just going to be me, like, drunkenly shouting about it without being drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to talk about uh, Avengers Infinity War because that is, like, what, two weeks away? And, uh, yeah, I am so excited for that film, and I am very scared for that film (laughs) because... I don't want anyone to die, but you know someone is finally going to die. I'm still, I'm still maintaining my prediction that either the Hulk, Captain America, or Iron Man will die. Yeah, I'm ultimately probably because Chris Evans isn't planning on uh, coming back for future Cap movies. So, yeah, same. So, what I think is what's going to happen. I just think that the Hulk either... would be appropriate to show just how powerful. Thanos is, but mm-hmm. I think what we're going to see is I think he's going to be captured by Thanos in the first one. Then there's going to be a rescue attempt in part two, and then he's going to that's going to be a failed rescue attempt, and he's going to die. Yeah, that's probably how it's going to go. Either that, or it's going to be like they're about to escape, then they realize that he's like getting a last Infinity Stone, and somehow Cap like has some kind of big heroic sacrifice to destroy. Thanos, or at least the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. That's what I would bet on. Yeah, I'm. I'm way more hyped for this movie than I have been for like the past three uh, Marvel movies, just because it looks like it's going to have a somewhat serious tone. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, and it's funny because it's almost like the the last Marvel movie that has come out was Thor Ragnarok, right? I uh, know Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther. Okay, so before Black Panther, the last movie of 2017 was Thor Ragnarok. And it's funny because we were having a discussion on this. It's like as if we saw two different films. Like you hated <sighs> the film, and I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite Marvel movies, and it was by far in my mind. It was the a subpar Guardians of the Galaxy 1, like early script, which they changed to include Thor and Viking um, references. I'm sorry. And yes, I know that's an incredibly un, un, uh, what's it called, unpopular opinion. And I officially do not understand movie-going audiences if that is the case. <laughs> I understand nothing about you people. Uh. You are aliens to me. <laughs> you have giant <laughs> fish heads and large, like, ten feet tongues that just randomly fly out of your face for no reason. <laughs> Uh yeah, um, yeah. I, I I'm one of those people that you don't understand because I came out of that film just absolutely adoring it, and uh, yeah, I came out I, of that film I like the characters. I came out of that film like slightly, like disappointed. Then by the time I got home, I was angry. <laughs> yeah, and that's again, that's like a 15 minute drive. The movie theater is right next to where I work. Right. Oh. <laughs> My biggest problem was that they. Yeah, I would, my biggest problem was that they basically just like they took the previous two Thor movies and then slammed their head into the concrete until it was nothing but pulp, and then like poured Kool Aid on it because funny. 
Now, you, now you see, I didn't have a problem with that because I, I loathe the Dark World. I that love the first Thor movie, and this movie, like, like tonally, is completely and utterly divorced from that movie. And you see, I, I, I only mildly enjoy the first Thor movie. I enjoy it for what it is, and I really like it. But oh no, for I me, for me, it is like sector have been better. For me, like, it is one of the best Marvel movies. And for me, Thor Ragnarok is one of the best Marvel movies. Which oh, is, man. I was sorry, but it's categorically wrong, and I'm not taking that back. <laughs> I see more competent storytelling in high school plays. <laughs> Character <laughs> development as well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is that the more I think about it, I disliked almost every single Marvel movie last year. Really? Wow, that's, I, that's shocking. When I rewatched uh, Spider Man, uh, I liked everything, but the points where he talked, I started realizing that halfway through the movie, because <laughs> they—I know why they did it. It was trying to like update him to like the modern day like geek stereotype, where he's like a millennial geek who never shuts up and never stops vlogging, and. I just wanted to strangle him at one point and I couldn't through the TV and I was very angry at that. Now, you see, I, I, I felt that way with Andrew Garfield's uh, um, Spider-Man. I didn't. I just had no opinion towards Andrew Garfield when he was Spider-Man. It's just like, okay, exists. You do a decent job and you're somewhat funny. Congratulations. Right. And, I, and you see, I I, I have I, no uh, like ill will towards uh, what's his name, the new guy, um, uh, Tom Holland. What's his name? Tom. Yeah, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. I have no like ill will towards him. I just think they wrote him incorrectly. Just my opinion. He's he's too far into like the again, annoying millennial so- millennial vlogger. And then Guardians of the Galaxy two. I liked it, but I felt like I should have liked it way more than I did. And I think that's mostly because of what they did with Ego and how, like, several parts of the movie felt like they did nothing with the plot. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny is I want to go. I also, go back I didn't like Black Panther. Is... Oh, man. <laughs> what was that? Uh, what's funny is, is your opinion on uh, Tom Holland is totally opposite of what most people said most people said he was the perfect embodiment of what peter parker and spider-man i still did. say toby mcguire is the best like, so far okay there are quite a few people who he say pulled that, off the geek and he pulled off the series appropriately and i'm sorry but right. i just can't take tom holland seriously in that movie just because of how much they uh amp up the goofiness in it Right. And, and for me, I personally feel like I, I didn't like for me, it's been progressing. I liked Tommy McGuire least. I liked Andrew Garfield a bit more and I like Tom Holland the most. I just could not get into Tommy McGuire as Spider-Man because I felt like he was too he was too stiff in those movies. He felt like uh, Hayden Christensen in uh, the prequel. Oh, please, stiff. Did you not felt- see his epically awesome dance scene in the third movie? That wasn't stiff. That was fluid. 
<laughs> okay. Have you seen, there was someone who did an edit where they uh, took all the music and dialogue and everything from that scene. And they, then they made it to where, how it would have looked like if you were an average person on the street watching him. And it is the most cringiest, awkward thing ever. <laughs> like get rid of the music and it makes it 10 times worse than it is in the film. And that's saying something. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that as much as those movies could be goofy, they didn't ever get into the point where it felt like it was annoying goofy. And I feel like Marvel does that way too often now. Right. Which it's funny because uh, I, we were having a discussion too about Doctor Strange. And I personally feel like Doctor Strange is the worst defender to this. Whereas you feel like it's the last good one where they held a balance. Well, the reason why I say that is because they made the goofiness kind of like tie in with his character where every time he's like humiliated, it actually kind of builds him up a little bit to uh, role where he is at the end of the movie. And they use the goofiness to show his ingenuity and not just to have a pratfall scene like that scene where uh, Chang, I can't remember the librarian's name. I want to say it's Chang, but I know that's wrong. Uh, where he's like listening to be- to Beyonce after uh, Strange tells him that he should listen to Beyonce. I thought that was funny because he was using that opportunity to steal stuff from the library. Right. right. Then, yeah. That. that and was even great. then, it didn't show Chang as like an idiot. It showed that he was kind of catching on. Then when Strange took his apple or whatever, he's just like Strange. <laughs> I just like that one because I-, I don't know why I, I like the comedy much more in that one. I will say that there are several points where the comedy does ru- just ruin the drama, which is another big problem with Marvel movies right now. But there is only like two or three in that one, whereas I feel like every single dramatic moment in Ragnarok, uh, Spider-Man, and Black Panther just got wiped out by comedy. Really, you see, I felt like halfway through the film like once we got past the halfway film for black panther like the film just takes a serious tone and rolls with it i don't remember much humor past the second act at all in that uh there was a decent amount of it but really once it hit the third act like the midway of the third act that's when it started being more serious but again by that point they had had so much comedy in the first act they i i'm sorry i did not like the world building in that movie the most technologically advanced nation in the entire like on the entire planet would not primarily use spears and war rhinos nor would they have an absolute monarchy <laughs> just say right. that also the, I, 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 I like the like design of the buildings stuff like that but for some reason every time I see the thatch like like thatch built in with a concrete and whatever when it's like this is like the least like usable tower on the planet it would crumble in a week <laughs> right vibranium is magic by the way no matter what his sister says <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i agree there um but but it was funny is i actually really liked that juxtaposition of the fact that they are the most technologically advanced i like the, i like the juxtaposition the but they never explained why the heck they would keep with this like it's just it's just right, like oh this right. is how it's always been it's like no there would have been several revolutions by now <laughs> right, right yeah I, I i agree I, there i, I, I want, want to know more 
it would almost literally be like African uh, Russia. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so moving on from past Marvel movies, what are your theories going into uh, Infinity War? What, what are your top three things that you think is going to happen? Well, I'm kind of hoping that Black Widow will disappear. And yeah, I, I'm not kidding. I want a Hawkeye movie. I don't want a Black Widow movie. Really? I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I really have never really got to like massive obsession people have with Scarlett Johansson as uh, Black Widow. Yeah, to me that past, I don't think you've mentioned it on a podcast before, but I mean, why, is, why don't you? She is um, a decent actor. I think the character is written dis- decently. She's just never grabbed me. Yeah, she's always she's always struck me as a purely side character who, in the world of a man who wields like giant super advanced battle tech armor, a giant green dude who gets who destroys more than he gets angry and basically becomes invincible, a dude from 1944 who's a super soldier who has a shield that he can basically remote control. Uh, an almost literal Norse god who's actually an alien, but whatever. And, like, all this different stuff. Somehow I'm supposed to believe that she stands next to these people. <laughs> right, right. I'm just saying, like, every single time they have her do, like, in Civil War, actually, I was re-watching Civil War, and it struck me just how inept they have to make the enemies to be able for her to, like, survive them. Like, she takes on, like, five guys with AR-15s. They don't fire a single shot at her while she's charging straight at them. (laughs) Right. Right. I think Hawkeye works better because, like, you can at least take it as, like, he's just that good of a shot that he can outpace even, like, the quickest guy with a gun. Because those are, while they aren't exactly what I'd say is a war weapon anymore... They are something that requires an, an immense amount of skill to use, and he comes across as a skilled and competent guy. I'm just right. For, I'm just waiting for Wasp to be honest, because she looks she's, like she's going to be awesome. Right, right. So you're looking forward to that Ant Man and the Wasp film? Oh then. yes, very much. What did you think of Ant Man? I thought it was really fun. And here, yeah. my thing was uh, while they had that kind of problem where the comedy overtook the drama. The game, the movie never really felt like it was supposed to be mostly drama, which mm-hmm. with Spider-Man, Thor, and uh, Black Panther, I felt like they should have been, they should have like toned down the comedy a lot, because like Thor, right, right. the fir- first two Thor movies are basically like their Lord of the Rings, for lack of a better terms, just like, and then they, yeah. like completely tone shift. I I feel like the Dark World is more like uh, a, a, a blind and dumb hobo version of yes, <laughs> of uh, Lord of the Rings. Attempting it. And you could see you could see that in like uh, Avengers 2. They were at least setting up towards something bigger for Thor. Right. Also, I hate the fact that Ragnarok is basically an afterthought in Ragnarok. Of how we, we think Ragnarok is going to be Hela, and then suddenly, oh no, wait, actually, this guy that was no, the beginning, I, that no, he I, never, is... I never thought that Hela, that Hela was going to be Ragnarok. I knew exactly what was going to happen at the end of the film when he took his mask. Huh. 
I was just I, like, okay, they're going to make Hela invincible because that's the only way they can ever do villains in these movies anymore. And that was proven right. to me not even like five months later with Black Panther. They made him invincible, just as invincible as uh, T'Challa. T'Challa? Yeah, T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa. Yeah, and then they're going to have like Cirque come back and destroy everything. <laughs> right. Like it, I'm not yeah. even kidding. I have like I have like a third eye for this kind of thing now in Marvel movies. And I and my my third eye is blind to it because <laughs> I did not I did not really see that twist coming until like just before it happened and I was like, oh oh okay I like this and I I thought it was a nice twist but and that I also... Black Panther too now that I think about it I saw the kid at the beginning and just like villain <laughs> like I saw him right. walking up with the ship I'm just like. You're gonna be a villain, <laughs> right? So when they revealed that that he was like Wakandan, it's like I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that I, I hate how, coming. That I I hate how they just killed off Andy Serkis's character. To be honest, he was way more intimidating in, in Avengers Two than he was in Black Panther. Oh really? I thought he was. I thought he was great in Black Panther. Oh no, he isn't bad in Black Panther. I just thought they made him more of a cackling maniac where. Beforehand, he seemed like more of a calculating smuggler kind of guy. Oh, really? I thought they kept that pretty well in Black Panther, especially that first scene where you see him I mean, in the height. I mean, he made like and jokes like... and stuff like that, but he was still like, I mean, and talking about Avengers too, he made jokes and stuff like that in the movie, but it wasn't like this cackling maniac. Like he was ruthless, sure, but he didn't like laugh every five seconds. Right. He was still calculating Black Panther though, because like the first scene in particular that we see him in the ice scene when he like lets the one guy go and then and then shoots him to make it look like they're amateurs. Uh, I thought that was really good. And then the fact that he also plays Martin Freeman's character, which funnily enough, they're they're the mm-hmm. in this film, <laughs> and it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> um, but I in that part where he plays Martin Freeman and he tries to break Martin Freeman's trust and he succeeds for a moment, I thought I thought those two scenes in particular were great. Yeah, those parts were great, but I I don't know like the other parts where they had him where again he's just a lunatic, and I find characters right. just being lunatics very rarely works for me. The only time I can ever think it's ever worked for me is the Joker. Right. Which he does get overshadowed uh, by by uh, Killmonger, and I think that's the problem with him is he doesn't get. I think know, it's the Killmonger gets overshadowed by him. He has a far more interesting personality than Killmonger. Killmonger is even less Ooh. interesting. Oh, don't say that! The, the, the Michael B. Jordan fans are going to massacre you, or going to slaughter you. They were, were going to murder me. They were going to like put me up on a stake and burn me like a witch the second I said I didn't like the movie. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Right now, I'm just adding more logs to the burning pile. Right. Um. Which I yeah, I think that was the, I. I honestly felt like, which is funny because I I honestly felt like Black Panther did an amazing job with the villain. It was the first time that I felt like, well, the first time since Spider-Man: Homecoming that I felt like, oh, these villains are actually really really good. I feel like I can I can uh, um. I really hope they use a vulture more in the in the future. He was a really good. Oh character. yes, I thought Killmonger was, was uh, severely underdeveloped, mostly because he had to share screen time with uh, um, 
maniac McCackles over there. Right. We can just call him Gollum, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just prefer... Uh, I used to call him the... Uh, oh, I can't remember what he used I used to call him Circus something. Circus So Hobbit yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because at one point when he's looking, when he's trying to get the vibranium or something, I, I turn to my sister and I'm like, vibranium must be precious to oh, him. To which she just rolled her eyes. <laughs> uh, and then there was another scene where he's looking at it and I'm like, and then I, and I turned to her and I'm like, my precious. <laughs> and then she just laughed. So yeah, that, that was, yeah. He, he I, I do What's agree. The guy, I think that who's probably, the guy in the like the CIA agent in the movie? I can't remember this actor's name. I know he put, he played Bilbo, but um, uh, I honestly don't remember his name either. I just know his Martin Freeman is the right. actor's name. Martin, that's it. I thought he did a good job. Oh yeah, he was fantastic. He's great in anything. Yeah, he, I liked his character. His his character felt very uh, grounded and. I think he was actually the most likable character in the movie. I'm being completely honest. I did rather like uh, yeah. Tala's sister. She was pretty cool, but oh yeah, I liked her a lot too. Tala um, himself really felt a bit different from uh, Civil War. He felt like less of a uh, stoic, um, uh, like kick butt character, like he was in. Um, Civil War, like he had all those epic lines, and he just felt so like reserved and refined in that movie. And in this one, it's kind of like he feels more like an awkward teenager almost. <laughs> right, right. I, I would make the point that that might be the point. Yeah, though, I think, I think because that's what the fact going for the district really communicate that too well, in my opinion. Right. It's like it's right. like this is what we want to do. We'll do it like this, but then we'll forget to really flush it out exactly just gonna have it sit there and have people go what <laughs> right um but yeah it, it's i i really want to see t'challa's sister and iron man um in a scene together i, I really want to see for rocket raccoon and iron man oh <laughs> yeah that that's gonna be awesome they're literally the event they're literally uh they like occupy the same slot in their in their respective teams. Right. Although I, I would say I would say Rocky Raccoon is a bit more unhinged. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh Tony Stark going insane basically during uh, Iron Man three and uh, Avengers two just rambling about world security and building iron legions and protecting the planet there should there can be no compromise and he's just going insane at one point <laughs> that that is a good point that is a good point <laughs> I, just kept, I always laugh whenever i see those scenes now i, I don't know why i just find them incredibly funny right i think it is i think it's just uh, knowing what happens yeah so we, well, we really went down a rabbit hole there. Um, w w so your first prediction was you you think that Black Widow is going to, um, preferably just of, leave or disappear, right? Either that or become spontaneously um, more think, interesting when she gets her blonde hair, um, right? 
I think that's why she's going to leave because I, I, I typically when you see an actor like that, not like get into the role as much with their, their physical appearance is typically when they start to depart. Um, and the blonde hair is something like, I don't know what it is about the blonde hair, but it gives me a sense of she's not going to last for me. I don't know why, but it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, I'm going to go ahead and say that all of the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be completely fine. Like, uh, Gamora might lose her sister, but that's probably going to be it. Right. Um, again, Hulk, Captain America, probably dead. Thor, I have no idea what they're even doing with him anymore. Because <laughs> they've officially, like, completely gutted his entire backstory and mythos at this point. He's just a guy in a spaceship now. Um, right, right. A guy in a spaceship with a throne. Um, <laughs> Hawkeye and an iPad. Yes, that w- is it. I think it says something about my opinion of the movie that I laughed when he lost his eye, because it happened so fast and the sound effect was so silly, and you could tell that his eye that he was just closing his eye and they put like red paint over it. That I just started cackling in the theater. My sister winced because she hates eye stuff. I hate eye stuff too, which is all the more amazing that I just started laughing. And, she, and my uh, girlfriend was just like staring at me, just like, and at some point she started laughing too, like the entire time she was trying to hold back laughter. It's <laughs> like, I can't believe you're doing to this, right. this to me in the middle of the theater. But then she's like, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but um, Hawkeye, I. In the movie as you? Oh, she likes the movie. She also likes Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? She liked the last. Yeah, Jedi she liked too? the last Jedi. I feel, like, I feel like me and her would get along better than me and you do. <laughs> Let's not even get started on the last Jedi. That's an entire podcast itself. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Hawkeye. I really hope what they're gonna do is. Um, Team him up with Hulk if he survives. I'm yeah. not even kidding. I think that would Ooh, actually work really rather well. It would work. That would be really interesting. Because I don't know why. Every time in every single Avengers movie, I've always wanted them to like hang out for some reason. I just think I just think the actors would have a really good chemistry with it. Yeah, same. That's what I was going to say. They're both great actors that I think would have a lot of chemistry together. Um, Ant-Man probably won't show yeah, up some... for the first movie at least but then the second movie is released after Ant-Man and Wasp so he'll probably show up there with Wasp and... I thought he was in the, one of the trailers for Infinity War though oh was he? I thought he was oh I, I must not have just I haven't really watched all the trailers I've only watched like the announcement one uh, Vision okay. pretty much has to die. Yeah, I think I think he's in one of the trailers. Vision either has to die or they have to come up with some ridiculous excuse for why he doesn't. Uh, Starlet Witch probably stays the same. Right. Spider-Man obviously staying the same. And uh, Black Panther obviously basically staying the same. Uh, uh, Spider-Man actually is not staying the same. He has his, uh, he has his suit. Well, uh, I mean, I mean like, in ter- I mean, like uh, in terms Spider-Man of company. his... Uh, uh, yeah, oh, like he'll, pro- he'll probably play a decent role, okay. but he won't like have some big earth-shattering event where he's like 
crippled or something, something like that, where it isn't really going to affect him much past the movie. Right. Yeah. That new suit looks awesome. So, so it, it does. Oh, I was so happy when I saw that because that was my biggest thing about the ending of Spider-Man Homecoming. I was like, that suit looks awesome. And he sucks for not taking it. In my mind, I'm just like, why wouldn't you still take it? <laughs> I'd, be, right? I'd be like, thanks for the offer. No, thank you. But I will take that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, um, I'm, I'm still like so, perplexed why they had... Uh, why they basically had Tony and and uh, uh, Pepper or was it Piper or Piper? Pepper. Uh, uh, Pepper. Yeah, I always want to say Piper. Um, Pepper basically uh, get engaged at the end of that movie. I'm just like, what? Why is this happening here? <laughs> right. I, was like, I, know, I was shocked to even see her. Yeah, because she wasn't in because her contract. Right, yeah. She wasn't in Civil War. She wasn't in Age of Ultron. Uh, anyway, uh, who else is there? I think we got everyone. Uh, um, Loki. Um, there's Thor. There's Loki. There's Doctor Strange. Oh, there's okay. Spider-Man. There's... Dude, let me put it this way. Huh. Do you think the fangirls would ever stop screaming in abject horror if they did anything to harm him? You there? Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't think Doctor Strange really. I don't don't think I really need to say anything about Doctor Strange. He'll probably be basically the same. Uh, I think right. you had your predictions. Right. Yes. Um, which, just in case uh, those of you listening on uh, on Anchor, in case it cut us off the same point that I, when I was listening, you said some. I mentioned Loki, then you said something like uh, do you think the fangirls would ever stop screaming if they uh, actually did harm him? I was much more colorful, no. but basically yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they would never ever ever shut up. That, 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 like, the tween girl fan base would be gone. Let me put it if, this way. Uh, it, would like, it would be like if they killed Jacob and the second Twilight movie. Like, women were going insane over him in that movie. Just kill him off, like in the first movie he shows up. That's how much screaming would happen. Right. Anyway. Which is funny because, like, he's a terrible actor, whereas uh, whereas at least, at least Loki is actually a good actor worthy of the praise he's getting from these queens. The guy who played uh, <laughs> Edward was actually pretty good as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson is good, but Taylor Lautner has played in other things, and he's just not. Kristen Bell, good. dear lord, she's terrible. Well, most of the time. You mean Kristen? Kristen Stewart? Stewart, yeah, she's terrible most of the time. She was okay in American Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. she was actually pretty. Wasn't that the one? Uh, wasn't that the one with um um uh what's his name uh Lex Luthor uh, Jesse Eisenberg? He was in it, yeah, but I don't, I don't remember what he did. It's been a while since I watched that movie. Right. It was okay. Okay. So anyway. Uh, yeah, my my three predictions for in Avengers: Infinity War, which, uh, like I like I said, um, before, I think, I definitely agree with you. I think something is going to happen with uh, what's her name, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. I don't know why I get that impression, 
it, something about the hair gives me the impression she's not going to be in this universe. Very Mine long. is more of a forlorn, uh, hope, a forlorn hope than a prediction, to be honest. <laughs> My mine is just I I get that vibe from the trailer that I don't think Scarlett Johansson heart is in it anymore. I could be very well wrong, but I don't think she's in it as much as the fans are, um, or as much as other people are, the other actors are. So I think she's going to be leaving, um, at the end of if of the first one or second one. Um, to be completely honest, then, I wouldn't blame any of the actors if they all left, just because of how stinging long they've been doing this. <laughs> Right, I know, but at the same time, it's also the, their biggest cash cow. So I don't. Dude, think they please, would, they could probably sustain themselves for like the next ten years on the money they've made off of these movies already. <laughs> they could, but they could also even make more money to sustain themselves even longer <laughs> if they continued making films. <laughs> is this is this like the uh, like uh, Cold War mentality? We have to keep on getting bigger because then they'll be afraid, but then they get bigger than we're afraid. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's like the uh, what's it called? The Mobius strip? Something like that. Anyway, uh, who else? Uh, uh, my, 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 my second theory is that something is going to happen in Captain America. He's obviously not returning after the fourth uh, Avengers film, so part two of Infinity yeah. War. I personally, like I said, I think he's going to be captured by Thanos. I think what's going to happen is, is you know, we see him resisting Thanos. I think Thanos is going to pull some sick joke with him where he... He'll be exploded. Um, yeah, where, where he'll, like, he'll see the fight Captain America is putting up, so rather than kill him, he's going to keep him around and then kill him after after a certain point to, like, bring the rest of them down or something. I, I don't know why I why I think that, but I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, and I think as that, much as I hope for like the epic sacrifice, I do admit that's probably the the like that's probably going to be the end of the first part of of Infinity War. To be honest, that's how they're going to explain why there's like a time skip and why everyone's so demoralized and stuff like that. Because Captain right. America's dead. Well, Steve Rogers, Captain America is dead. I think Bucky is going to take the mantle after. Uh, Infinity oh yeah, Bucky! Bucky, I completely forgot about him. That's who we yeah, were forgetting I think, about. I, I think he's going to actually be the one that takes down Thanos. Honestly, well, I think it's going to be a team effort, but I think it's he's going to kill. Um, Thanos is going to kill Steve Rogers, and then Bucky, as Captain America, will avenge Steve Rogers. That that joke just gave me cancer. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh, I think I think it would be more Gamora probably would be the one to actually kill him because that's actually more like that's actually something that's been set up for a while. Ah, uh, true, true. Mm, because I can see it going. The same maybe way. like a team effort between the two. Yeah. And also maybe I, I Thor, think, considering think... the fact that uh, Thanos probably completely destroys his ship. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I don't I don't really know what Thor is gonna do in this film. He's the one wild card character that I just I'm like I have I no idea what they're gonna do with Thor at all. I already mentioned this, but like he has no hammer, he has no Asgard. He you might as well just be uh what's his actor's name? Um Brad Brad something. Brad, Brad Pitt? No, not Brad Pitt. 
Wait, is he Brad Pitt? Uh, no, that's not Brad Pitt. Uh, uh, what's his name? How have I just managed to completely uh, Google? What, what character does he play? I'm asking who Thor's actor is. Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I'm just. Where did you get Brad from that? Shut up. <laughs> um, I, I'm just saying at this point, it might as well just be like fantasy Chris, uh, Chris M. Hemsworth with lightning powers. Right. Which, to be fair, that does sound pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, the movie that, set, that got us to this point wasn't that great. I, I strongly disagree, but we'll move on. <laughs> I hatefully no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my my third and actually I have two more theories. My 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 third theory is um Loki. I think Loki is going to die. I know that it will cause an outcry from fourteen year old girls everywhere, but I think they're going to kill him off because I think he's going to betray the Avengers one last time. And we see him, like, it looks like he's giving the uh, cube, the Tesseract, to Thanos. And I think Thanos is going to kill Loki. I wouldn't be surprised at this point, uh, Loki turns turns more, turns, like, turns, like, flips. That's it. Flips more than a coin in midair. Right. Which Just... is kind of, I did like that the Ragnarok kind of solidified him as a good guy. Which is why he flipped like gonna... five times in Ragnarok. What are you talking right. about? <laughs> well, by the end, but by the end of it, it's like you know Thor is finally catching on, and every time he tries to flip, Thor stops him. So, basically, yeah. Anyway, let's not get back um, into Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's why I think I think he's going to flip one last time, um. And I think he's going to. I think he's going to die for it. I think he's going to uh, pay the ultimate price and be like, he's going to look at his brother and be like, "I'm sorry," and then like Thor runs him through or something. Eh. And then, uh, um, yeah, my my. Well, there was one last. Really, at this had. point, Thor should have run him through like eighteen times, but. Very true. His, his love for his brother is uh, is is too much. Um, it, it verges on being creepy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go that far. I love um, you, Loki. <laughs> brother, you're um, embarrassing me. No, I love you. No. <laughs> uh, I like to think that drunk Lo- that drunk Thor is amazing. Anyway. Oh, he probably oh, no. is. Although he can't get drunk, can he? Isn't he one of those characters that can't get drunk? Or no, that's nope. Captain America. Never mind. Oh, that's Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah, and Captain America, <laughs> and Superman, if I remember correctly. I was rewatching um, the first half of a uh, uh, Flash season one. Yeah. Super. Uh, yeah, season one of that show is great. <laughs> Every other season since then has been a slow decline and just more further disappointing. Like every every time, I think that. They can't get more disappointing. They do like holy crap! I, I I've stopped watching that show, and the more I read about season four, the more I'm like, yeah, nope, I'm not getting back into it because it's just got so many problems. So I will um, say that I, I've kind of been like jumping season to season on YouTube, watching different moments. I will uh, say I rather like the uh, uh, proposal scene at the end of what was it, season three, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I thought that was really nice, well done. Anyway. Yeah. 
And then they freaking ruin the wedding in the crossover by having Felicity jump in at the at the very last moment and wait, wait, marry me too. Awful writing. I, well, they basically ruined it by having uh, Nazis from an alternate universe attack, but <laughs> right. That crossover was interesting. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure if that was better or worse than the. Uh, um, what was the other one with aliens? Oh, oh yeah, uh, invasion. I liked that one. If nothing else, because of the fact that uh, the Arrow 100th episode was actually a really good tribute to the history of the show. Yeah, and, I, I thought uh, it was good too, but I, I'm kind of deciding which one's like, um, like quality and writing wise, which one's actually better or worse because they kind of seem at the same level in general for me right well um the, i think the it's just one... a fact that, i think it's just the fact that rick so that uh yeah rick mick is always awesome in everything and i can't yeah. not hate an episode where he's prominent anyway which uh which for me it's like the the this year or um this past crossover had an elicity scene whereas invasion didn't so that instantly makes invasion better Okay. <laughs> uh, I still have not finished season three, and I kind of don't want to because I really like how they're doing. Uh, I hate to use fan names, but I guess I'll use Elicity at this point. Oh uh, yeah, you will go to. Let me just say, it. West Allen gives me cancer every single time I hear someone even type it. Oh, if you think West Allen gives you cancer, wait till you get to season four of Elicity. Oh. There I already know what happens point. there. I've listened to you rant about it for three hours on end before. That is very true. You know what's going to happen. So, yeah, yeah. Literally three hours, people. I timed it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, an hour per podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, last you had one last theory. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it now? Um, the There was the... The Black Widow one. There was the Captain America one. There was the Loki one. And then there was, um, Thor is actually, or, uh, Hawkeye is actually Galactus. Anyway. (laughs) Um, actually, you know what I was thinking? They do both wear, they do both wear, wear purple in the comics. I think one of the things that, you know how I was saying earlier that, um, uh, that I, I wanted T'Challa's sister and Iron Man to meet. That would be fun. In the comics, there was an African American girl who became Iron Woman or something like that, or Iron Heart. Uh, yeah, not exactly the same thing. In fact, completely different character, but that could work. Yeah, I think I think Iron Man could possibly die, and she will take the mantle as Iron Man because she has the technical prowess. Um, she understands technology very well, and I think she could do it. Just like that would be interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. So, yeah, that's my my personal theory. Um, I do, I I don't know if it'll happen. It's just a, a headcanon thing that I have of oh maybe, but uh, yeah. Um. Oh, I, we haven't actually we have ha, we haven't actually seen uh, Iron Man and Black Panther side side by side at least for the trailers we have right now. So yeah. I think it's more likely that she uh, 
Well, she's probably already met Captain America, actually. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he's he's in hiding. So yeah, they probably would have met. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Completely blanked. Anyway, uh, I think it's. I think that would actually be pretty fun if they did meet. Yeah, that would be. Um, I, I just hope they kind of bring back that uh, awesomeness of Black Panther from Civil War into Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Give him a few more epic lines because he really didn't have any good ones in that Black Panther, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, well, yeah. we already know he has one good line, and that's give this man a shield. Um, is that is that really... I, I admit I kind of like the line, but does that really count as a good line? Because it, it's kind of more that we want to see Captain America. I'm just saying. That's why I, it's I, awesome, though. I, I say it comes more just from the fact that Captain America exists and he's referencing Captain America. Right. Uh, right. More than it actually being a good line. Anyway. Um, uh, is that everything we have to say about Infinity War? It feels like I, that's all I have to say. Yep, that's all I have to say, too. So uh, let's move on to Fallen yep. Kingdom. Uh Coming up next on the Geek Source podcast, we will be talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yep. So you you liked Jurassic World, right? Like you know, it I thought we were like... going to do sep- I thought we were going to do a separate segment so we could have more time to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yep. That actually that actually makes sense. Okay. Yes. What up, you <laughs> redheaded abomination? Why the heck did I ever make you a knight? No. <laughs> Right? <laughs> okay. And three, two, one. See you guys in a second. And now for a brief word on dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, depending on your perspective, either walked with humans 6,000 years ago or were our great predecessors millions and billions of years ago. Also, in my head canon, they all wore top hats and had British accents. Anyway, um, <laughs> and they all had their own personal Chris Pratt. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is coming out uh, in two days from the time of recording, actually. And that is, of course, the sequel to the sequel of the Jurassic Park series, Jurassic World. <laughs> which I am ever so slightly disappointed by with the trailers, and not because it doesn't look like it'll be fun. It looks like it'll be fun, because Jeff Goldblum's back in it, and I'm sorry, Eel Malcolm is awesome. Um, Jeff Goldblum is awesome. Unless it's Ragnarok. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, I loved him in Ragnarok. Come on, man. There has to be one point where you concede something was awesome about that movie, and it has to be Jeff Goldblum because it just can't be anything else, unless Thor, you know, jumping down with lightning in his. That eyes. is that the point where I awesome. where I say it was awesome for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Goldblum's character in that movie just was was just one big sex joke. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, you haven't seen Jurassic World yet, have you? No, I haven't. It's one of those films that I really, really, really wanted to see when it came out. Never had a chance to go. You see can probably it. get it um, pretty cheap on like Apple yeah, uh, TV or. 
Oh, probably, especially yeah, with the new one coming out. So, actually. yeah, I should look at that. Oh, yeah. It is by means um, any, like, great shakes or whatever the heck you want to call it. But uh, in general, it was a fun movie. It was kind of stupid at several points. But I repeat, there is a point where a Tyrannosaurus and a Velociraptor are fighting are fighting side by side. Therefore, it is a masterpiece by all measure by all measures, both in writing, acting, special effects, music, and just existing. <laughs> that I have wanted to see that I've wanted to see that visualized ever since I was five. Um, <laughs> also, it had uh, Chris Pratt as basically a dinosaur rancher, so you know, yeah. He's the primary reason why I want to see that because Chris Pratt is awesome in anything he's in. Uh, have you seen Parks and Rec? No, people keep on telling me to, but I oh, really yeah. not. Yeah, that show is fantastic. I mean, I know it isn't like a traditional sitcom, but I really just am not into most modern sitcoms for some reason. Right. Um. Definitely watch and uh, uh, recitation right now. Definitely watch The Office and uh, Parks and Rec when you can. Um, yeah, both seasons, both shows give past their first season. Both shows have a really rough first season, and then their second season and onward is where they start to hit the stride. Oh, please, dude! I watch Deep Space Nine religiously. That first season is like the definition of hit and miss. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, Chris Pratt is awesome in that show. He's hilarious. Him <laughs> and uh, uh, what's her name, Aubrey Plaza, is, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, which makes me really, why I'll, I really want to see Legion because she's a villain in that show and, oh man, yes, that. I swear, I like never hear about these shows until either you or our friend Chris talk about them. Right. I know. It's like, why don't these shows get more exposure? No, <laughs> but, I, yeah. I think it's just more that I don't pay attention to most TV shows unless it's Young Justice, which is getting its third season. Have you watched the first two seasons? Of Young Justice? No, I have not. I need to. Okay. Next time you have access to Netflix, as soon as we're done with the, with this podcast today, you are going to your Apple TV or computer or whatever, bringing up Netflix, first watching through the uh, Justice League animated series, then Justice League Unlimited, then Young Justice, because you are severely deprived of awesome DC animation. What if I told you that I um I don't have Netflix anymore? <sighs> May I inquire why? Um, because there's a this streaming service called BritBox that has every episode that is available of classic Doctor Who. Um, and so I didn't see the point of keeping two streaming services, so I went to BritBox. <sighs> Yet you had Apple Music for like, what, five years on top of... No, never mind. <laughs> I, I, still have, I still have Apple Music. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, um, Apple Music is great. And, Don't you have to pay for Apple Music? Huh? Don't you have to pay for Apple Music? Yeah, but uh, it's cheaper than Spotify because if you pay yearly instead of monthly, you save 20 bucks. And also iCloud Music Library is fantastic. So I have all of my music in the cloud 
um, unlimited storage for all of my music that comes with Apple Music. And it's available on all my devices without me having to do a thing. So uh, outside of tell it to, you know, upload. So it's really good. I, I keep most of my music. I have almost all my music on YouTube, so I don't really need to have something. <laughs> right. Do you have I, Spotify I found- at all? Or? I don't think I've ever opened Spotify. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't think I've ever downloaded Spotify. Wow, man. I, I at least downloaded Spotify. I tried it for two weeks. Actually, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Spotify. Dude, like the actual man. app itself. Like, I, I don't honestly think I've never actually seen it. Huh. Well, that's, that's, wow. Um, I, I also don't, I also don't like pay attention to most apps. <laughs> right. I'm yeah, just like, I, I have that. CDs for this kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Most yeah, of the time I, I listen to music is while I'm driving, so. Yeah. Which it's funny because you, you know how you mentioned, uh, YouTube, but, uh, um, it's funny because like my sister does the same thing and it's driving her up a creek right now because they recently openly admitted that if uh, that they through their algorithm they can tell when you're using it to just listen to music and so they they spam you with ads and she says it is so frustrating. Um, That's why I have YouTube Red. Same man, I have YouTube Red as well, and yeah, it's fantastic. I, I do entirely because I listen to like uh political videos and stuff like that are just like really long like musical uh like there's this one guy on youtube who does uh uh music like um retrospective retrospectives for bands and i just like they're like hour long sometimes so i just download them listen to them on the way to work and on breaks right and those would probably be filled with ads if you didn't um if you didn't have youtube bread too actually it doesn't do ads i just like to download them oh cool but um, yeah, so... Anyway, um, Fallen yes. Kingdom, that thing we were talking about like five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the rabbit hole just gets bigger and bigger every single time. Every single um, time, man. <laughs> but yeah, do you think you'll probably go see it, at least if you uh, get around to watching the first one? Oh, definitely, because yeah, I was I was watching, like, uh, I saw Pacific Rim Uprising uh, a couple days ago, and uh, yeah, uh, shameless plug. If you want to see some of my thoughts, uh, you know, go earlier. I, I talked about it on my last episode of Film Fridays, and also check me out on Stardust, where you can see a, a four four part breakdown, uh, thirty second. So, um, so yeah. Um, shill to shill all shills. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I the trailer for Fallen Kingdom played. Uh, at Pacific Rim Uprising, and yeah, I, I I turned to Dad and I was like, I really want to see this movie, and yeah, and he was and he was like, yeah, it does look cool. So I was like, yes, I really want to see it. So I'll uh, just say that I want to watch it a way more than I want to watch uh, Solo, which I feel like I'm basically obligated to watch, but I probably won't. Did you see the latest trailer for Solo, by the way? Yes. I really like that trailer, honestly. Like, it looks like I still vastly prefer the one with the Han Solo music. Yes, oh, that was fantastic. I loved that. Star Wars just recently has been leaving a well with like uh, Battlefront Two, The Last Jedi, and then this movie just looking bland. I'm just like, I think I might like 
be starting to not become a Star Wars fan, at least for the new stuff. And then the Rebels finale happened, and then I kind of perked back up because that was awesome. Right. Which, again, don't spoil it for me. I haven't seen the show. I'm waiting for Rebels the finale is amazing. You have to watch that show. Oh, I will. The first I season will. is not that great, but... Yeah, that's how it is with the Clone Wars. The first season is not that great, but then... The first the three end... seasons aren't great on Clone Wars. Let's be honest here. They have a few really good ones in them, but the majority of the seasons are not that great when it comes to the first three, at least. I think I think after the second half of season two and maybe maybe around the middle of season three is where it really picks up and gets really good. As soon as season four and the Umbara arc, where they're uh, basically trapped on that planet with the four-armed Jedi general guy, oh, once yeah. it hits that, it is like perfection. That oh, show yeah. is so good. Oh man, that episode. Jeez, that arc was so dark. When he sends them off to kill each other and they don't realize it, oh man, like that gave me chills. Like I was kind of sick uh, to my stomach that day at the, at the horrifying thought. Fantastic storytelling, which is yeah. exactly why so many people were ticked off at the first season of Rebels because it was so, so kitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the most hardcore thing we had happen in like the first season of Rebels was uh, in the first episode. One of the main villains just punched one of his guys off a landing pad and he went falling through the clouds for no reason. Right. <laughs> Which, it, while funny, was just kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Fallen Kingdom, I will probably go see it. If not immediately after it comes out, then like a week after. Oh yeah, same. I'm I'm hoping to I'm hoping to like rent or maybe even buy Jurassic World on Blu-ray, watch that, and then go see uh and then go see I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I actually have it on Blu-ray. Oh, well then maybe me and you should get together, watch it, and then go see uh Fallen Kingdom together. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to work out though. like we'll have to see what days we're not uh working or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and that's my problem. I, I work all the time. So, yeah. In fact, that, that reminds me. After after this, I've got to upload this podcast. And then I got to work on uh, I got to work on Tech Tuesdays because I'm going to be gone tomorrow. So I'm not going to be at, at my podcasting station. Tomorrow? I'm sorry. What are you doing tomorrow? You kept on saying uh, about that earlier. Yeah, we have a, a, a we have some kind of concert to go to. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, I won't be home. So attention, Anchor, if you're listening, and I don't get my episode of Tech Tuesday out, it'll probably be out on Wednesday, and I, I will have it out. It just may be Tech Wednesday instead of Tech Tuesday. I may attempt to upload something to Anchor tomorrow if I get the chance. But Yeah, um, which that reminds me, the, the information for, um, uh, you know, the the information for for the Geek Source Anchor channel is the same as um as it is on youtube so it's um it's our email and then the password so yeah if you want to upload directly i I, I logged into it once just all right cool it work um yeah uh i'm very excited for falling kingdom even though i can almost guarantee you the writing is terrible (laughs) well i mean it's just it's it's one of those films i think talking about like from a story perspective it's gonna be like Oh, eye roll every five seconds, but it's gonna be fun, kind of eye roll. Right, right. 
And I honestly think after the first Jurassic Park, that's just what you've got to accept it as. Like, there's, I, don't you, think, I don't think we had to accept it as that, but at this point we have to because two and three butchered it. And then right. we'll just like, revel in that butchery. Right. Two, uh, episode uh, two. Um, was, episode two, Raptors Strike Back. Anyway. Yeah, that, that one was just... Oh, that I, one was awful. Like, I'm not kidding you. I actually like it on like a film, like as a film. Um, don't lecture me on Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> oh no, wait! It's the third film, not the second one. Third one has a Spinosaurus. Never mind. Oh, you see, the second one was so bad it put me off to the third one. I didn't even bother with the third one, the- and then. The third middle a very uneventful journey where things just randomly happen, but it's I still kind of like it. <laughs> right. Mostly and, and, awesome. Yeah. And and honestly, the like, that's the general consensus of the third one is like it pales in comparison to the original, but it's somewhat fun and also at least the running time isn't awfully long like it was with the yeah i think one. Well, so, nostalgia critic said like it feel like it feels like an obligation but the movie also feels like it knows that it's an obligation so it's mercifully short or something like that right Just, yeah. I, and a little so, bit longer because i feel like there were some threads they could have pulled on a bit more to make it interesting but right um but yeah wh- i really wanted to see jurassic world because of the fact that i liked I heard from several people that liked it that it felt more like a sequel to Jurassic Park than it did to Jurassic Park two or three. Um, and so I really want, I, I really wanted to see it then because I was like, oh, okay, if I can ignore two and three going into this, then I'm already interested because I hated the second one and didn't even bother with the third one. I mean, it doesn't necessarily ignore them; it just doesn't bring them up because apparently, still in right. canon. It's just that they aren't mentioned. Right. Like, can we just talk about how dumb the ending to uh, Lost, or uh, uh, what what is the the Lost World? Is that the second one? Yeah. um, Like, can we just talk about how dumb it is? Like, they expect us to think that when the boat crashes into the into the uh, dock or whatever. Every single one of them without getting out of the containment or somehow damaging the ship. And then gets. That was the moment where I was already frustrated with every single human character, and I believed that every single one of those characters, except for Jeff Goldblum's character, like- deserved their painful death they had coming to them. Um, but at that point, that was when I noped right out of the film, and I was. I rather liked uh, Goldblum's uh, uh, kid in that one, just because I thought she was kind of fun, but. I mean, I kind of liked her, but also, also, also she, she like drop kicked a velociraptor, so she immediately became my hero as a kid. Anyway, um, right. um, I I just didn't like what they did to Jeff Goldblum's character. Like he was a, a you know, he is uh, very over like overwhelmingly jokey and like incompetent almost. And oh, really? See, I I thought he was very dull and dry compared to how he was in the first film. No, this is what I this is what I mean. When I say jokey, I mean they're obviously trying to make him funny, but he isn't actually funny. 
Right. Yeah. There's just something off. Like he was the perfect, like he was, you know, uh, he had swag in the first one and he, you know, you know, he didn't, he also, he, he also pretty like outwardly said that he didn't have a kid. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And it was just, and then the second one comes along and suddenly he's a dad and his whole character is different. So yeah, I just never, I, I from the get go, when you took one of the most charismatic characters from the first film and then made him into a dull plank of wood right there, you know, something is wrong. And then the rest of the film just ruined it for me. And oh my gosh, the fact the the part still like rant about this, the fact that they bring, you know, they find an injured T-Rex and that freaking woman is so dumb. Like, yes, but oh, yes, a t- yes. baby T-Rex <laughs> that is crying for its mama. <laughs> To our camp, so it's the the mother can completely kill us. I was thinking, yeah. even as a kid, it's like let's do that. I remember, like the first thing I thought when I watched it as a kid, it's like she's gonna get all of them killed. Yeah, like what? No, she's practically she does because she gets like eight people killed because of that. <laughs> yeah, all of the hero- heroes. I say this with air quote heroes in this film only result in the death of other characters. That's what they do. Like Vince Vaughn character or whatever. Like at one point, the, he strips the Hunter characters of their ammunition because he has some kind of thing against them because they, they're hunting dinosaurs. So they all die. Like at that point, I you are was, dumb. I think what it was is that he was actually working for Hammond instead of for Engine. Yeah. I, 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 he's a scum character either way. Okay, just because you disagree with someone's, you know, stance on hunting or whatever, yeah. doesn't mean doesn't give you the right to outright murder them. I will say I directly or indirectly. I will say that I like the idea of there now being a island in that universe where there's just dinosaurs roaming feet freely, and they just kind of have like a basically like a army patrol around it twenty four seven to make sure nothing gets out. I th- right, until it all blows up, like now. <laughs> no, that that's a different island. Oh, because okay. the the island from Jurassic World is the island from Jurassic Park, the first one, and Lost World oh. might be the other island. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it was this. I thought it was the same place, but uh, again, I also just was so frustrated with Lost World that I actively tried to forget yeah. it. So <laughs> I, I would honestly, if there was a place where dinosaurs like roam freely, I would pay for a safari. <laughs> uh yeah like yeah, I, me too i would um, armor capable of like bulldozing a tank but <laughs> right yeah and then I'll, i would also want to make sure that you know paleontologists or whatever they're called who you know is an expert in animals doesn't bring a crying baby t-rex to our camp well i i, because... I would want the hunters to be smart enough not to uh leave all of their like uh, super dangerous, expensive, uh, genetically modified dinosaur animals, completely unguarded. <laughs> right, right. But oh my gosh, like it—it it drives me up the wall. Still, with that but scene. I still like it. Right. I don't like it as a movie, right. but I like it as uh, just something to sit down and watch. It's right. If you are, if you aren't expecting something as good as the first movie, it's a fine watch. But. Mm-hmm. Which, oh uh, man, the, 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 can I just say too? I need, I, I need to rant about Speaking this. of disappointing series or uh, 
sequels. You should definitely watch uh, the first Independence Day and then the second one. I've seen the first one, and I have no plans and no intentions to see the second one at all. Dude, is it me, or is that uh, speech not awesome? In the first one? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Why don't you want to see the second one? Uh, Because I heard that it was just terrible, and... Pretty much was, but I don't know. I kind of liked it. When I first watched, I have not watched it since because I get the feeling I would absolutely despise it. <laughs> I could tell right off the get go that I, it would be a movie I would immediately forget after I watched it. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to waste my $10. So Independence Day should be like required viewing for kids in middle school. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree there. And <laughs> in the, the problem with, with uh, Roland Emmerich nowadays is he takes himself t- way too seriously. I think like, I said he doesn't take himself seriously enough because in Independence Day, it had this like sense of gravitas. Uh, and th- again, this keeps on happening. I keep on saying this during this podcast, but Resurgence is too jokey. There's like a joke at every single turn. You see, I, I, I think, don't the, think the, the thing... uh, filmmakers take themselves seriously anymore, to be completely honest. Right. I, I think the problem with Independence Day is it balance is it new it, it you, like you said it does have a sense of gravitas and in some elements are really epic but it also it's right on that fine line of cheesy and dumb and also epic um Pacific Rim yeah, that, yeah. that's actually and then describe it yeah and and like so it knows it knows where it can go a little bit crazy and it knows when to have restraint. And the problem with it is now is, is every sequel, no you know, always, yeah, it, 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 it always tries to top the last one. You know, we never see a sequel that is smaller to the previous film. It is always, I can, and that is, the I, problem. I recently I've really been uh, yearning for um, sequels like alien three, which Aliens was like this massive like fight between a team of colonial marines versus like these unstoppable monsters, and then Alien Three is like back to the uh, feeling of the first one, where it's a bunch of unarmed, basically civilians trying to fight this monstrosity that they have no way of killing. Right. Which it actually, as much as people like to rag on that movie, I like it. It is a legitimately good movie. Yeah. Yeah, most people I under what I understand most people's opinion of uh, Alien Three was that it at least had the potential to be good, but got screwed up in. Editing. And then Prometheus um, happened. Yeah. And then Covenant happened. Um, and then what this movie is going to be is going to happen. And then a fire is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it it like I think uh, I think what the what someone else summed it up best like it's really sad the best thing about alien covenant was that rick and morty did a parody of it like did an ad advert hate rick it. and morty <laughs> which is saying something then if it's the best part of it because there are people who said actually, the same thing i normally don't care for rick and morty i have actually seen what you're that what you're talking about and yeah it is way better than the movie yeah anyway um yeah uh, so before we get cut off by the recording again, uh, coming up next, we will talk about 
uh, I think we're talking about my games that I've been playing. Yeah, and then and then maybe a brief segment into a solo a Star Wars story. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> It was like a this is like a nom flashback for me, a nom flash forward, rather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it now uh, the fire coming over the horizon. Anyway, um, <laughs> the flames of my hatred. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys in just a second. All right, and boop. Hola. And now for something completely different. Uh, I have currently been playing two games. Fortnite! I actually did play Fortnite. Just not recently. Oh my god. You too, really? I played it when they first released the beta. No one ever talks about these Okay, I only played it for like a week when it first came out on the PS4, and I haven't played it since. It's it's a fun game. It's a fun game, but it's something you need to have like a group of friends to play with. Okay, so you're not one of those normies then who that's all they can play. Yeah, no. But let me talk about PUBG. No. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I have been playing, because I'm an indie hipster, uh, I have been playing two indie games, or I guess you one might not be considered an indie game, but whatever. Uh, I've been playing uh, Dungeon of the Endless by, I forget, I forget the developer names for both of these games, but I've been playing Dungeon of the Endless, which is like this uh, procedurally generated sci-fi fantasy kind of escape the dungeon game. And another game called Dead in Vinland, which is a Viking-themed village settlement uh, kind of sim game. Uh, Both are incredibly fun for different reasons. But uh, the main one that I want to talk about was Dead in Vinland, just because I bought it literally an hour after it came out. Because <laughs> I have been so utter, I've been like anticipating this game for like three years now. Because uh, three years ago, the studio that made this one released a previous game in the series called Dead in Bermuda, which was the first game in the series, which is basically. You're a group of like I think it was eight survivors of a plane crash that crashed on a island in the Bermuda, in the Bermuda Triangle, and a bunch of whole a whole bunch of crazy weird crap happens from there on out. And so it's Lost. Um, if Lost had heavy Cthulhu themes, then maybe, but it's way more interesting than Lost because it actually gives you answers at some point. Um. <laughs> I'm going to get mauled. Anyway, <laughs> everything I was said, like for the past, I think it's been an hour. We've been recording basically. I am going. Uh, hour I'm half. going to like end up in a ditch somewhere with my face eviscerated because of the fanboys and fangirls coming after me. Um, <laughs> yep. Here lies here lies a foolish, stupid man who did not think Lost was that good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, the ending did tick off a lot of people. So what's funny is that I actually really like the ending. You what? Yeah, I really, really like the ending. I remember that was the first time I've ever cried at a TV show. No way. Nope. That I'm being serious. I love that ending. People can fight me. Anyway, um, (laughs) 
but yeah, uh, as I mentioned, Dead in, Dead in Vinland is the second game in this series, and basically you play like an outcast uh, Viking family who end up in Vinland, which is basically what the uh, Vikings called America, because a fact that you might not learn about in school is that the Vikings were actually the first uh, Europeans to uh, discover and settle America. Yeah, they made there is a small settlement that basically got completely and utterly overrun by in by uh natives and they had to leave. <laughs> right. It was like You see, uh, I knew that because I was home. Yeah. Somewhere near <laughs> uh, I want to say it's somewhere near Quebec, but I'm pretty sure I got that wrong. But um like, as someone who is homeschooled, I am very glad that it's finally becoming po- public knowledge that Christopher Columbus was actually a horrible person. Oh, everyone already and knew. People already knew him. that. They just didn't want to. They just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, now we're now we're finally admitting it. <laughs> and, before says, uh, and before anyone says it, yes, he basically did discover the Americas <laughs> because while the Vikings were the first ones to, to land on and settle it. They basically thought it was like I think they thought it was just a part of Greenland, if I'm correct. Well, what's funny is is aren't they questioning that he even landed on America? No, he no, he landed because there we know because by the time we got there, it swept through the populace. Hmm. <laughs> right, but was that necessarily him? Because I thought we I thought I read something that actually. When they look at where he ended up, like they somehow calculated it, he, he ended, ended up ended in the up West in Indies. Like, yeah, he would have ended up like around America, like in Central America and another island, but he never actually landed in America, in North America, as we know. Uh, what today. happened? The West Indies is basically like a. They're near the Caribbean, but um, what I believe happened is. He landed in the West Indies, and then he very briefly landed on mainland, like, I believe, mid-Florida, what would be nowadays Florida. Could be wrong about that. but um, See, that's why it doesn't count. We don't count that. <laughs> Florida is just a swamp. But then again, so is Michigan. Anyway. um, <laughs> Very true. Holy crap, the weather has sucked this week. No, dude, I'm like, serious. Michigan I'm is a swamp. Ugh. I'm not even kidding. We actually are a swamp. Geographically. Yeah, we're, we're like surrounded by water. No, I'm saying like when they came here, it was literally a swamp. They've had to like drain places out over the years. Oh, I, I got you. Okay. And actually where we are is basically just a massive valley. I didn't know that until a couple months ago. Yeah. Anyway, um, you would never know what living here. Um <laughs> Right open and flat. Um, yeah. But uh, Dead in Vinland. Very fun game, and I would definitely recommend it, but there are some minor problems I have with it, mostly relating to the game's random number generator, otherwise known as RNG. This game is what is one where you can pick, your characters can pick, like, I think, what is it? One time I picked 20 like, uh, wild fruits in a day. I used five of them that night to feed my uh, characters. 
by the time they woke up the next morning, 15 of them had rotted, had gone rotten. Ooh. And then the next day, when it did the exact same thing, only one of them had rotten the, by the next morning. That is how completely and utterly insane the random number generator is in this game. <laughs> huh. One night, you will just get completely and utterly decimated for no reason. The next morning, it's like, eh, yeah, you know, you, you've had enough for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that and the writing isn't exactly consistent. Uh, it goes from, like, honestly very depressing, very dark, very serious, to um, wee-wee jokes. Um, <laughs> to say it, uh, say family-friendly. Um, <laughs> but, but it retains that same feeling from the uh, first game, where it feels almost like you're walking through a Call of Cthulhu uh game or call Cthulhu story where but like you're not really involved in the actual events of that story. It's like you're sad you're like walking past it as it is happening. It's weird right but like you feel like something massive is is massively important with this island that you're on, but you ultimately never really uh come to really understand everything about it. And that's part of what Mm-hmm. But yeah, fun game. They finally added combat, which is something I thought the first game needed a lot. Um, combat in this is very well done, if slightly annoying, because it feels like every single enemy is able to go before you are able to go. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend it. It's very fun. And they actually just pushed out a patch that fixed partially the problem with uh, food rotting like crazy. Um. And then the other game is uh, Endless Dungeon, which, if I may say, this might be one of the most frustrating games I've played in in a while, but in a good way, because every single time I fail, I can like sit there and go, "I was an idiot. Why did I do that?" It's never that that kind of anger where you're just like, "Why did that happen? I did everything correct." Right. <laughs> Got it. So, question: Have you played Cuphead? Because I hear that was a very incredibly difficult game. Uh, it's I played it, yes, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's incredibly difficult. It's just that uh, I believe I've said this once or twice before, so I don't think it'll be too um, what do you call it, controversial. But most uh, game, most game press outlets, and most gamers suck games. I'm not saying I'm superior to you. I'm just saying most of you suck at games. <laughs> most of you have only played Call of Duty or Fortnite or PUBG, and that's most of what you know. So when you play a game that requires a modicum of skill, you fu- you flander and fall. <laughs> Cuphead is not that hard. Once you get the hang of it, it's actually pretty easy. The same with Dark Souls. Get yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm gonna get so many people off for my blood. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, question: Since we're on the topic of games, um, are you gonna be playing Game of War or God of War? Oh, the new God of War. Um, 
I have not decided on that yet. That's one of their exclusives that I'm not too incredibly interested in, but I sort of am just because I'm on a massive Viking kick right now, and that's very Viking at the moment. Uh, right. They they completely and utterly switch gears from Greek to Norse for what reason I know not, but <laughs> well I know why because at the end of the last Greek themed one he destroyed the world by killing Zeus and thus completely throwing the elements and everything out of balance. <laughs> right. It was like uh, it was like if Avatar: Last Airbender ended with Aang dying and the Fire Lord ruling. Um, <laughs> Right. So if it if it means anything, I actually saw a thing with that. I think GameStop put out or something where they compared the E3 2016 trailer to the actual game footage. And it is one of the few games where they actually improved upon the trailer footage. Like the lighting is better. Like the original lighting, you could argue, was more quote, cinematic, but it was also darker. Um, but so they improved upon the lighting. Uh, they changed around the level a bit like they made it a bit uh, more interesting, I would say. And then also they the, the character detail and everything is up. So yeah, neither say it is actually um, really impressive that you know this is typically the story is always they give you their best with with the trailer and then typically what you get is kind of a pale reflection of that. This one is it was kind of the reflection of what you would finally get in the game. So yeah, I wouldn't want to put that out there. Know, mostly because I only watched the E uh, three footage and i've kind of kept a distance from it uh since then mm -hmm. i've played the other god of wars i wasn't particularly fond of them but i like the look of the new combat i will say it looks like they're trying to, to pull a uh last of us for no real reason which last of us 2 i'm not sure if i'm gonna play that one <laughs> now that i think about it yeah uh, has anything else besides that first teaser come out about that game? Because I've not heard anything. But I haven't really paid attention. Mostly because I'm kind of struggling as to whether or not I want to play that game because I literally disagreed with the main character's motivation so much on the last on the last uh, uh, mission that I turned off the game and never oh, really? the game. <laughs> like. I'm not going to spoil anything, but Joel is a terrible, terrible person who uses his uh, past uh, tragedies as an excuse to be a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. And that isn't just my interpretation. The game basically outright says it. Because <laughs> I actually have seen the ending. I watched it on YouTube once, and I'm just like... And people say this is a good ending. <laughs> He literally dooms right. mankind. I'm not even kidding. He dooms mankind. For his own selfish reasons. <laughs> so, basically, uh, the uh, Logan is a Last of Us adaption, except for the ending is a bit more optimistic then. Eh? I never got... I, I Really, I think people are stupid if I'm being completely honest, when they compare Last of Us to Logan, really the only similarity is that there is a road trip, and there is an old guy, and there is a young girl. Right. I think that's where the, most of the comparisons come from. Is just... something to compare with, though. <laughs> right. That is... Yeah. I, I've never seen any story 
I've just seen people say that, oh, hey, it looks like like the meme kind of died after the second trailer came about. That's that's like so. me trying to say that uh, 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 Chronicles of Narnia and Lord of the Rings are obviously so completely obviously the same story because there's fantasy stuff in it. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I am really going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dungeon of the Endless. Um, basically, it's like their continuation of this weird series that the company has been doing for the past couple of years where they have Endless on the end of every single one of their games, and they're somehow all interconnected, but in ways that are not even slightly obvious. Like I've seen mm-hmm. weirdest fan theories on this, but uh, basically, you're this crew of a spaceship that that crashes so hard into a planet that you go ten levels deep into a dungeon, <laughs> which made me laugh when I realized that. It's like, how hard did you have to hit uh. that? to one crash that far and two still be alive um <laughs> yeah i don't think it works like that. Is that i don't think it works like that uh but anyway um yeah the game is basically it, it's turn-based but it won't tell you that because instead of having like there's a button at the end of the like the bottom right or something where you click and it says end turn you have doors that you have to go through and find the uh, escape route for that level of the dungeon. And every time you go through a new door, it's like another turn goes. You get more resources, and enemies have a chance to spawn in rooms you haven't powered. And you get there's like a random chance to find uh, energy to power rooms uh, as you go through the level. And once you find your... Um, what do you call it? Uh, once you find your escape route, you basically have to take your power source, which means all your turrets and stuff like that that you set up are basically useless. And you have to run through a massive amount of enemies to get to the end. And hopefully you don't lose anyone because you only get two characters to start out with. And if they die, they stay dead. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty tough game and I'm loving it. <laughs> Yeah, I've also been playing Fallout 4 again, but I'm pretty sure I've already talked about that before. I'm not sure. Um, so, uh, what were you saying? Are you there? Yeah. Okay. But I thought I I thought I heard it hang up. Um. So yeah. Uh. No. There was something I was gonna gonna connect to that. Oh. Um. Uh, so going back to Cuphead, uh, I, w- I want to ask you: Have you heard of the artists uh, Jonathan Young or Caleb Hiles? This is completely yes. off topic here. Okay, have you heard his cover of uh, Cuphead rap, Caleb Hiles? No, I've heard oh, of both. Check these- it out. Listen to Jonathan Young, and that was only because of uh, Misty Mountains. Oh yeah. Like, I was listening to the official soundtrack, and then his uh, um, rendition came up. And then I listened to that one. That's the only time I've ever heard from him. Oh, man. He is a fantastic artist. I, like, recently composed, like, a Young playlist, and so all my favorite songs from it, it's, like, 
35 songs in like two hours and 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, he's also sort of what I aspire to be. Like he's got this rich voice and he's also, you know, a bit of a heartthrob and also like guitar. So yeah, he's everything I want to be, but can't be. So Did you just say heartthrob, <laughs> um, ironically. Uh, yeah. I will now about how attractive he is. I will now begin shunning you. (laughs) (sighs) Um. Oh, and he has a pretty good beard. Like, yeah, he has a nice beard that I want. What have you become? Have because (laughs) I can't grow a beard. Um, I don't know. Because right now you're sounding like a teenage Uh, girl. uh, Just saying. (laughs) Teenage girls want beards. They want to stroke them. Uh, maybe. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, Tell me I'm wrong. Well, actually, most teenage girls... There, There's a few teenage girls I know who don't beards, but they're also weird. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, give us a second, and we will go over to what might be our last topic. I'm sure we'll think of another one to bring up, but... Coming up next, we will be talking about Solo, a Star Wars movie, and my rage that's slowly building towards it, even though I haven't watched it yet. (laughs) But yeah, see you in a second. Hola. Hola. Okay, we're back. I am Lord Squirrel, and this is probably our last segment for today, at least. Yeah, it is because yeah, I, I got some things to finish up around here before. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, we were talking about Solo, a Star Wars story, the uh, standard uh, action comedy movie masquerading as Star Wars. Yeah. Honestly, uh, we tried doing this before. By the way, it just messed up because my mom's headset connected to my phone, so we had to redo it. But uh, I said this is before. Is that what happened? Yes, I I was testing it out for her earlier while she had clients, but anyway, um, and I forgot to disconnect it, but um, that's why you heard scuffling. Okay. But a- as we were saying on on the previous take, there is like no hype for this movie. Yeah, no, there is not. Like I everyone know. I've asked about, they're just like, I don't know why they're doing this. Yeah, I don't know is- what focus group they they got together to say that this was a good idea. But they should probably be shot out of a cannon. <laughs> right. Yeah, because like I'm like I said in our last take. I remember people going almost berserk over Rogue One because it's like, holy crap, we're gonna be back in the original tr- trilogy era. We're gonna see the mission to get the Death Star plant. Awesome. This one it's standard bank heists in space with Han Solo and walking carpet. I will never stop calling Chewie that because it's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I definitely I I agree. I remember I remember the hype for Rogue One. You know, there was some there was some skepticism behind it because there was some production issues, um, but it was still overall pretty well hyped. Well, and... I, I don't think the skepticism was so much over the production issues. I think it was the extensive reshoots. Well, yeah, that, that's what I mean is like, yeah, it seemed to have a bit more reshoots, which it's funny because reshoots ended up improving the film, like one of the best films in the entire series. And arguably the saga is 
the Darth Vader hallway scene. And... From what, I know that one was like a reshoot, but from what I understand, they heavily like cut back on some of the uh, like darker moments that were in the film originally. Which makes me, le- which makes me think this was a very dark film because the final product we got was fairly dark for a Star Wars. Dude, film. I wanted, I wanted my Star Wars Vietnam, but I guess I'm gonna have to stick with the Umbara arc. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I agree. Solo was a, just a film that no one was asking for, and the reason why is Han Solo. We we don't need to know his backstory. We know yeah. enough about him in a new hope to make him interesting and it's not something that we need to know like no one was asking for this like even i was saying this in the last take and literally this is where i cut out but um even chuck windig's uh, aftermath trilogy which takes place after uh the the battle of endor and just after the um up to and after the battle of jakku which is the planet where uh, Ray was staying at in The Force Awakens and is also the place where the Galactic Civil War ended. Mm-hmm. Um, those books aren't that good, by the way. Yes, suck it. I don't know. <laughs> that seems to be the general consensus, though. I don't like Quindig. I don't like his writing style. He yeah. is so big. He has such a big head. <laughs> He's just insufferable. Um, deal with it, Chuck McDonough. Chuck Wendig, like you're ever gonna watch this. Um <laughs> listen to this, yeah. Um watch like ten years from now, somehow we've gotten famous, like somehow we've managed it, and people are going back and it's just like, wow, he didn't like that book. That book's awesome. It's like right. It's like when people came back and decided that um disco was actually decent without thinking about it. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Even in those, they very briefly covered uh, Han's backstory. All it really mentioned was Han used to be part of the Empire. He helped uh, Chewie escape being a slave, and Chewie swore a life debt to him. That's really all we ever learn about. Right. Yeah, and I thought that was fine. We do not need to know every single thing. About every single character because now we're getting into the problem with legends where literally every single possible character you could think of of had a story in legends the guy who fired the death star laser had an entire story in legends the guy who didn't shoot R- uh, r2d2s and c3po's escape pod in a in a new hope got a story <laughs> and then there was gary the stormtrooper Wicked the e- that isn't actually legends. That's just robot chicken. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's great. <laughs> Wicked the Ewok has an entire series based around him. The thing is, is that was canon for a while. Like legit, there was an Ewok uh, movie series. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. There was that, and then there was there was like an entire comic book run. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I like those movies just for the just for the. I don't know why I just like them. They're no longer in print, are they, though? No, I, I used to have a copy, but I don't think I have it anymore. Yeah, like, that's the problem with... um. That's the problem with when Disney bought Lucasfilm. It's weird because, like, some of those films went out of print, and, like... Disney would rather burn the le- legends from the existence of existence 
then acknowledge that it, that it ever happened, to be completely yeah. honest. Ex- I mean, except for when they're stealing ideas from it. Right. Well, in, in, I mean, I think they would burn the prequels down if they could, too. Because, yeah, they... they I think that would be a massive misstep on their ha- on their part, but yeah, they probably would. Yeah, because like the Force Awakens was almost completely disconnected from it, and then the last except for the, Jedi... except for the mention of clone armies, right? But I mean, we already knew. I mean that that still is it's as much as a connection to the prequel trilogy as Obi Wan mentioning the Clone Wars in A New Hope is, you know. So uh, there was... did, you ever, did you ever watch that video I sent you where it's like a. Obi Wan has like a flashback, basically. What yeah, do you call it? yeah. I remember that. I love that. I keep on watching that lately. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny. I was having a, uh, I was having a discussion with, uh, with someone about Ewan McGregor and all that, and then we were talking about like who Ewan McGregor reminds us of, and someone was like, you know, Ewan McGregor reminds me, and I don't remember what he said, and then I was like, you know, who Ewan McGregor reminds me of. Alec Guinness, and then, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't think Ewan McGregor is as good as Alec McGinnis, but I think that's mostly just because he isn't as experienced. Uh, I don't know about that now. Um, he's been pretty prolific. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, by the time that he that Guinness played um, uh, Obi Wan, he was oh, okay. He was like sixty, seventy, right? He'd been, he'd been doing acting like professionally. Like Shakespeare level acting, like his entire adult life, basically. Right. Now that's what I mean. Like, like uh, Uwen is experienced, obviously, but he doesn't have like the breadth and width of different roles that um, Alec Guinness had. I'm just saying. Right. And now that that brings us to an interesting point. You know, the future of these these anthology films is. They have confirmed they're doing a Kenobi. Kenobi film. I am. That is a film that literally everyone has been asking for. I am interested in it, <laughs> but I still would prefer a 501st uh, movie. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would love a movie based around the clones because Star Wars Clone Wars showed that they can be just as interesting and uh, varied as the actual like main cast. Oh, yeah. Actually, Which, actually, I wouldn't mind like a Soka movie too. That'd be pretty cool. That would be uh, they, cool. Though do I don't that. know. They'll they never would... do that. Yeah, I don't know if they would ever go to the route of like connecting the television to the movies, just because I feel like they want that to be separate to avoid the Marvel problem of feeling like you have to watch everything. Like, you can go with skipping Solo A Star Wars Story and Rogue One, and you'd still get what's going on in these films in the main I saga. feeling that I needed to watch anything with Marvel. Like, for TV shows. Right. Like that, but... um, yeah, it's... I know there is, I mean, it's kind of... Parts that come up, but nothing really, like, uh, plot important, really, when you get down to it. Right. Like I think the most right, yeah. I mean, that is that the Hydra base at the beginning of Age of Ultron was found by the Agent of Shield guys at points, mm-hmm. and that's how they got the location for it. Which, yeah, I get. I, I mean, Marvel is kind of a bad analogy, but 
you know, it's kind of the same thing. I don't think they would ever go to the point of, of stretching the universe to the point of feeling like you have to see everything in order to, for it to make sense. Give because that would years. be the problem with. Give I'm it sorry. 10 years. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they'll. Especially for, after this new Ryan years. Johnson trilogy. Give it just as soon as that's done. I guarantee you. <laughs> Which. Okay, who do you think is doing? Um, who do you think is doing the Old Republic? Do you think it's the Game of Thrones guy or Ryan Johnson? Well, probably the Game of Thrones like, guy. I, yeah, I, 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 I already remember. I know it was a joke, but he basically like made fun of the Old Republic uh, stuff a while ago. He was like joking about it, but yeah. he didn't seem like he was very interested at all in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, that is that what is something that you want in, in, a, in a future Star Wars series? Like, I know you say that you're kind of met on it right now on Star Wars right now because of the oversaturation of the brand. But what is something <laughs> that's that they Jedi. <laughs> um, what is something that if they did it, you would immediately be like, take my money? Would it be the old Republic or would it be have to be something else? Uh, I don't think there's anything they could do right now that would like me- immediately bring me back to where I was a few years ago. Yeah. Like short of giving Luke like, like doing an entire edit of last Jedi and making Luke more, Luke. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, something killed me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, for me, for me, I, I think uh, I definitely for one, the thing that I, I that was when it came to just take my money was the Kenobi thing. When they finally announced that, I was like, oh man, I wanted to jump for joy when they finally finally announced that film um now of course they've yet to confirm that obi-wan or Ian mcgregor is coming back but he's been pretty, he's been pretty uh vocal about wanting to do it for a while yeah he's been pretty vocal about wanting to do it again and he looks like obi-wan right now <laughs> like he's got the beard when the back. guy who plays aqualad and young justice kept on like Basically shouting on social media, it's like, guys, sign this petition, please. They'll bring it back, I swear. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they are bringing it back now. Yep. So he's I, I, back I as Aqualad too. Yeah, and I think that um, I think Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm know that Ewan McGregor is just what everyone wants, and I think they'd be. I, I don't think they're dumb. I think they understand that if they did it, to bring him back. Because because I think they, but they I don't know. Think, I think they're dumb in a um, money sense, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're de- they're definitely thinking where the with the money in that. Yeah, they're definitely they definitely don't care about whether or not you feel like there's too much such a thing as too much Star Wars because yeah, everything is going to be Star Wars now. Um, they're, they're, it's just nonstop. I'll always say that. Yet we have not like neither of us know got anyone who's actually excited for uh, Solo. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm at best optimistic. I am at best but uh um, like 
I don't want to say completely indifferent at best, but that's basically where I am. <laughs> right. It could it could or could not exist, and I could not care less. Right. Yeah, I think it was just a misstep. Like they, it's one of those things where no, you know, a misstep you stepping can... on a Lego. A misstep. A misstep is not jumping into a lake full of uh, um, salt water when everyone else is telling you not to jump into the lake full of salt water. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. It is definitely um, a, a position that it's like. Um, it's late. I know that analogy made zero sense. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> right. Um, it, it it definitely feels like this was one of the first steps that they took, where they were like, uh, like the last Jedi was divided. Actually, if you want to see the first step, the first misstep they made, you should read the, um, what's his name. Oh, I forgot the characters. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character. Uh, Mace, you should read the Mace Windu comic they did. It's bad. Yeah. Also, Screaming Cinadel, which is also bad. Yeah, I've not I've not read too many of the comics or or books to be honest, just because. Yeah, just just because of the fact that like yeah, like you said when you have so many different authors working on something i feel no, like you're gonna get varying quantity that quality. they're not very good like right. none of the really none of them have been except for like the uh shattered empire miniseries and the poe dameron one's pretty good so far but i heard the darth vader comic was actually i have not good. read that one the new one i know i know it basically follows like the inquisitors and vader the early uh parts of the empire but i have not read it yet right yeah, I heard. I heard that the that the Vader comic was actually. Yeah, I'm like so Dameron was... right now, but literally every single one of these characters they're uh, fleshing out right now just gets basically killed when Kylo bombs the hangar, and right. Jedi, so I have no idea why they're even bothering. Right, and and that's my thing too with with those comics and stuff like that is it's just fodder for. You know, expanding upon characters that they should have expanded upon here's in the movie. Here's the, so, the, here's the thing with the comics: Legends actually like had massive epic series that affected the entire galaxy. They had the Thrawn trilogy, one of the best Star Wars stories ever. Mm-hmm. Disney has Screaming Citadel and Luke running around Jeddah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't think him running around Jedi was No, bad. it wasn't that it was bad. It's just that it wasn't interesting. They're trying to, like, fill out the Force in a mysterious way, and it's failing epically. Yeah. Uh, although, wait, was Jedi the, the island in Last no, Jedi? Or Jedi, was, Jedi was the uh, planet that uh, the Death Star destroyed in Rogue One. Oh. Well, they destroyed, okay. they destroyed the okay, city, I'm... but... Like he, like he okay. and Han and Leia go to Jeddah at one point. Yeah, I've not seen that then. Actually, uh, the Rogue that, One crew, which is kind of nice. Yeah, um, yeah, that's been the the uh, only legitimate thing. Like, is the Rogue One stuff like that? Rogue I really cared about. Yeah, Rogue One was fantastic. Yes, um, I know the characters were exactly fleshed out, but whatever. Well, I mean, 
they were like fleshed the out as much far more than I like any character in the new trilogy. <laughs> hey, now Ray is off. Awesome. No, she is. <laughs> no, she, she is. is. She's played by Daisy Ridley. Therefore, she's no, awesome. she is. You don't need anything else. <laughs> Daisy Ridley is a decent actress. Let it be. Let this be the first podcast that I confess my love for Daisy Ridley. This, isn't even, this isn't even the second. <laughs> Is it, this isn't this thing? isn't even the second time you've confessed your love. You just keep on forgetting that you have. This has happened like five times I, on yeah. the, on other episodes we've done on YouTube. I'm not even kidding. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, all right. Let this be the multiple time then. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I. I mean. Yeah. They. they uh, uh, that was, an, that was an uh, epically well crafted sentence right there. It was. It was, it was probably my, my greatest sentence. No. <laughs> yeah, Vader got <laughs> No, if this was a Disney era Vader, he would have just destroyed you. He wouldn't have bothered with a joke. <laughs> True. Yeah, you. We can. We can say that. We can think. For say what you will about about uh, where Disney is going with Star Wars. At least they have treated. They, they treated one. Everything they have set during the the original trilogy, they have treated with great respect. It's just everything yeah. we'll after that Solo. that I disagree with. <laughs> yeah, we'll see with Solo if that continues, though, because technically Solo, you could consider our original uh, not, it era, takes so. place like not i think like 10 years before the original trilogy yeah it's like i remember because in clone wars uh solo is like a kid and at this one he's like 21 okay. clone wars is canon huh. still huh. okay well i mean i guess we'll i guess and we'll find out after the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith, that it, uh, New Hope happens. Okay. So this is like right yeah. in between episode 3 and episode 4 then. Unlike unlike Rogue One, which is right before episode 4. Literally mere minutes. Yeah. Or seconds, whatever. Which was, Hours, whatever. Which, yeah. that Yeah, we. I will never, never fail to rave about how great that ending is. The fact that like every time, I remember the first time I saw that movie in theaters, and they lit up the 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 uh, hallway, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's that Panther Four! Yeah. And you know, and like, yeah, oh, that that ending, that ending is so well done. You know, the Panther Four used to be way more uh, impressive of a ship in Legends. I I really have found myself missing Legends lately. Like, it's yeah. still, you can still get like almost every single story from Legend. Like online and stuff like that, but dear lord, I really miss the storylines. <laughs> well, yeah, they still sell. They just they're they still selling, sell the original. They're selling like gold half the time. Well, yeah, they just they just now have a branding on them that says legend. Yeah, that, because there is there is just too much of a market. We bought, bought all of the Thrawn books and all of the Thrawn comics. Which are literally the same exact stories, just ones in comic form, ones in page form. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So there's no real difference between the two. Uh, then? Just there's one like visual? slight like transitional differences that they needed to do like for 
adapting it to a comic, but generally it's the same story. Oh, okay. That it's actually interesting reading it because this is before they knew exactly what the Clone Wars was and how they explain it in the story is similar enough to how it happens in the prequel trilogy, but different enough that you can tell they didn't really have it fleshed out at this point. Right, yeah. Well, it is funny because apparently George Lucas pulled slight amounts of inspiration for the prequels from the expanded universe. Yeah. Like, apparently, Coruscant was mentioned in a book before it was a real thing. So, oh, Coruscant was mentioned several times before it showed up on screen. Right, and it was mentioned, and it was mentioned before we even knew anything about the prequels. Yeah. So it's obvious George Lucas was paying attention at least to what was going on in the expanded universe. And Coruscant was actually like a main planet in the Thrawn trilogy. I just remembered that. Oh, really? Like, like uh, Thrawn basically uh, tricks the uh, Republic into um, unleashing all these asteroids over the planets, like uh, over the planet. So they have to like erect this giant planetary shield for like a month until they destroy all of them right i just i completely forgot about that <laughs> huh so yeah i mean then then he then yeah george lucas pulled from the by back. the way thron <laughs> is still like the best villain we have so far out of the disney era <laughs> right yeah because isn't is, he was in rebels how, how did how was he in rebels dude <laughs> let that be my answer He's awesome. Yes, his the book that, right. the book that Tim that Timothy Zahn released or wrote and they released uh, that's like before Rebels is also fantastic, and they're releasing another book set between season two and three of Rebels, which is also going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I I have yet to read the book and I need read to it. because yeah, read it. It's good. <laughs> It takes place before Rebels. Right? Yeah, I think it's like a few years, like one or two years. Okay, because because that was my worry about it about it that I I, I, I wanted read to know. the upcoming one, which is basically him teaming up with Darth Vader, but because it, it takes place between season two and three. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it. It so, but the first one, the Thrawn, the book Thrawn does not spoil no. anything. Okay. Did you read the other books by the same? I think it was in the same series. Uh, Tarkin. Did you read that book? No, that's only one book, but I have not read it. Okay. I I know of it, but I don't really know what the general consensus is on it. Yeah, me neither. Um, so yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, I I know there there is a part of me that needs to that that wants to collect more Star Wars books just because I need to read more. Um, but yeah. So, but since we have four minutes remaining, this is, has this has been our massive rambling, uh, whatever you want to call it, on Star Wars as it currently yeah. stands. Um, I'm not very excited. <laughs> yeah, I think the final question though is: is will you see Solo Star Wars story? Maybe like a year after it comes out. Yeah, like if I me, I'll probably see it in the, in the movie in like the. Like, I can't I'll probably see like, it picking it up anytime and like like sitting down to watch it intently. <laughs> right. 
And then, and then you watch. It's probably going to be like better than Rogue One. If it is, like we're all going to eat be... my shoes. All right, I'll hold you to that. If the reviews come in, okay. if the reviews come in, no, I am not. We're not going by reviews. We're going. By... <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm probably going to see because it. reviews were good for, um, what was it that stupid move from last year, The Shape of Water. Reviews were good for that thing. That thing won an Oscar. Yeah, what's wrong with it? It's terrible. Really? Yes. Really? Yes, it is absolutely terrible. Really? It just sucks. And eh, here I was thinking it was actually a creative movie. I haven't seen it yet, but that's the general consensus I've heard. You're always the first one that go against the Dude, grain, man. The general consensus <laughs> is usually from the critics who are always who are basically are paid to sound uh more pompous and important than they are. Let's just get that out of the gate right now. <laughs> True. I mean, as a DC fan, I agree with that. Yeah. They they they, they slaughtered fan, I agree with it. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. We're seeing one review just like the CGI is terrible and the characters are completely and utterly forgettable. It's like if if the guy was speaking, I would be dumb. I would be struck blind if he was not talking with the most pompous uh, British accent ever. (laughs) I was like, CGI was terrible. What planet do you hail from? (laughs) Right. The the Phantom Zone, dear lord. Um. But yeah, I'll, shut up. I'll probably uh, be. I'll probably see Solo Star Wars. It's just a, I'll probably see Solo a Star Wars story. Uh, first week to a month it's out. I don't. I I'm not hyped for it, so I don't have any plans to see it opening day like I did the Last Jedi, which was awesome. But um, I I uh, Solo. Can you feel my murderous glare? Yes, I can. And I relish in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, I will probably watch uh, Infinity War, and that's probably it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other movies that you think you'll be seeing this year besides Infinity War? New Mutants. Which one? New Mutants. That's actually not coming out this year anymore. Oh, they pushed it back? Yeah, they pushed it back to like late 2019. Like, they pushed it back a full year. Okay, I don't mind. As long yeah, as like, get... like all of the X Men films except for Deadpool have been pushed back. Well, I could have told you that was going to happen. I didn't see it. Well, they, no, because they released a trailer for New Mutants. I know. So, and... I it. I was talking. I was on a Discord chat for a while, and I was just like, "They're going to push them back," and they're just like, "No, they won't. No, they won't." It's like it's Disney. They're going to push it back because they just acquired a new property, and they want to make sure that it works for how they want it to be. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Disney technically hasn't bought Fox yet. So that's what's interesting is technically. Yeah, technically. Technically. Technically, technically I'm I should be I'm not even going to finish that sentence actually. That was a terrible joke. <laughs> well, I mean, what was it was technically not a small hobbit living in the Shire. I'm so to call you one. Anyway, we're out of time. Um uh, well, I, I, I can I can finish this off, but technically, 
they when they would have originally released, Disney would not yet still have owned Fox. Fox still would have still would still would have been their own entity by the time they released initially. So I don't know if it's actually Disney's doing. I think it's just Fox just doesn't trust I their think product. It was probably Fox and Disney communicating, and they decided. Yeah. Anyway, well, because Dark Mutants is adding a whole new character, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Hopefully, be able to do this again next week. I'm Lord Squirrel with uh, Sir Cal. This is Geek Source Entertainment. Have a good, wonderful night, and don't watch Solo. Bye. Please watch Solo. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>